listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the Convos with Anita Santiago podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at Convos, C-W-S, that's Convos, C-O-N-V-O-S-C-W-S at gmail.com. I have a real treat for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about resiliency and achieving your life goals. I am joined by the accomplished, amazing, talented, uh, spectacular Dr. Dana France. And she's going to be sharing some of her thoughts and experiences on the importance of never giving up on your dreams. Now, I am just really honored to have you here, Dana. So welcome to the podcast. Now, before we get started um, and jumping into the topic of resiliency, can you tell the listeners a little bit about your background so they can really know who you are? Hi, my name is Dana, um, Dana Franz, Dr. Dana Franz. I am a family nurse practitioner. I am from the St. Louis area. I have been a nurse for 30 plus years. I have been an ICU nurse. I have been a med surge nurse, telemetry nurse. Um, I've worked in the clinics as directors. I've been directors of nursing. And I then became a nurse practitioner and I completed my doctorate uh, degree uh, several years ago. I enjoy taking care of people. I'm a mother of four. I'm a wife, have a husband of almost 40 years. And I just enjoy helping people. Can we get a round of applause for that doctor degree? I just, that's what's up. That's what's up. So you, you've worked in nursing. What, what about hobbies? Do you have any hobbies that you like to do? Yes, I love to swim. I was a swimmer in high school and I continue to swim as an adult. I also love running. I also spent like spending a lot of time with my family. I like to travel. I'm just an all-around person that enjoys doing a lot of different things. So you like to travel. So tell me the most interesting place you've ever traveled to. Oh my goodness, Hawaii. I love Hawaii. Going to Hawaii was so exciting to me. Being able to go out on the beach and just walk the beach from sun up to sundown. Just being there, being able to experience the different culture, the different lives. I love Hawaii. I can live in Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have yet to get to Hawaii, so I will be putting that one on my bucket list. So, you know, I've, I've known you quite a while. And one of the things that I really feel your life exhibits is this concept of resiliency. So I kind of want to talk about that today because I think, you know, we talk about problems, we talk about issues, we talk about challenges, but I think it's also very important for us to talk about how we do better, how we get better. Um, And resiliency seems to be a concept in my mind that can help people do that. So I was, you know, perusing the dictionary and I found uh, this definition in Merriam-Webster and I want to see what you think about it. But the but Merriam-Webster defines resilience as an ability to recover from or adjust easily to change or misfortune. And I was thinking about that and I'm like, yeah, okay, that's kind of a good definition. What do you think about that definition? So the definition is definitely a start. So when you think about resilience, you know, it comes to me is that 
looking at the person. And so when you look at the person, resilience is important because it gives the person the ability to think through emotional pain, suffering, um, and this is all needed to be able to overcome the process. What happens if you don't have resilience is that you become overwhelmed, you be stressed, and you're not able to cope with different life changes. So so let's talk about that because I know for many of my listeners, young or old, regardless of racial background, ethnicity, we just deal with a lot of stuff. Every day we deal with a lot of stuff. In the workplace, in school, and at home we deal with a lot of things and that part you said about not being able to work through the emotional experience I think is really important because when you're emotionally charged or amped up or wound up or however you want to say it it's kind of hard to make good decisions it's kind of hard to think things through and you can really lose sight of the goal whatever the goal would be in that situation. So let me give you an example. If I'm in the workplace and, um, you know, something is going on between me and the coworkers and I don't have the ability to adapt or change or to adjust, then I could get stuck in my emotions and whatever goals I have for my career, I could really derail those because now I'm not able to focus. And what I think I hear you saying is that resiliency can kind of pull you out of that overwhelmed feeling and get you to a state where you can actually do some stuff is do I am I understanding what you're saying yes that is what I'm saying because when you think of resilient you have to think of five things you have to first think of self-awareness so when you think of self-awareness what do you think about you know you think about yourself and you're around you are making you are in tune to uh, you have a clear perception of your own self as well as a clear perceptions of things that are around you so that's one of the first things that you have to have you have to have self-awareness mm-hmm. so not only with doing self-awareness you also have to be mindfulness mm-hmm. have to be mindfulness of all the different things that are going on around you so uh, you have to have an active attention on the presence uh, when you're mindful you have to be observant of your thoughts your feelings from distance and you have to learn not to be judgmental you know when mm-hmm. you talk about mm-hmm. mindfulness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we got self-awareness we got mindfulness you have self-care which okay. is number one in my book I think it should always be self-care because in order for you to overcome anything any emotions or anything disappointment you know life comes with a lot of things so in order to overcome those things you got to be able to take care of self mm-hmm. if you're not able to take care of self who can you take care of you're not able to take care of anybody and what happens is a lot of us don't take care of ourselves so yeah you have to have self-care in there a positive relationship okay and a purpose and a purpose boy we 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 getting ready to get into some stuff because uh self-awareness is more than just knowing that you exist self-awareness means that you understand how your emotions behaviors and actions impact the people around you and you have to stop in order to become self-aware like when you're in a situation you have to 
pause. So self-awareness is like your emotions, your behavior, your own personality. Knowing your own personality is very important. Um, Not only with self-awareness, knowing your own personality, but it also includes your strengths. It includes your strengths, your weakness, your thoughts, your beliefs, your motivation, and your emotions. So so let's kind of unpack that a little bit more. So not only do you have to pause and understand how your how your thoughts, behaviors, and emotions are impacting the people around you. You have to stop and understand your personality. You have to understand your strengths and weaknesses because you know if you're a person who tends to have a bad temper and you know that about yourself, then when a situation comes and you get ticked off, you know why you're mad. Well, you know, you're mad about the thing that happened, but more importantly, you have the self-awareness to say, well, I know anger is one of my things that, you know, that's, you know, if you hit that button, that's what you're going to get. And sometimes we don't do the work to really understand ourselves and we can we can say you know I'm this zodiac sign or I'm that zodiac sign or I'm this personality type or that personality type but have you looked at it from all angles have you looked at it from your personality from your emotions and from your behaviors some people are more outgoing than others yes we call that extroverted some people are more inward reflective and we call that introversion but knowing that about yourself knowing how you process emotion knowing what your triggers are all of that works together to be uh, help the self-awareness and I kind of feel like you can't do self-care without self-awareness because how do you know what you need if you don't know what makes you tick right so you know like you said that that self-awareness piece is so important to all the other pieces if you're a person that likes to go 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 and it's hard for you to be quiet then mindfulness is going to be a challenge for you so when it's time to work on mindfulness to help build resiliency you and you're frustrated that makes sense if that's your personality so what we're really saying is that know thyself because you got to know yourself to be able to participate in these things and the mindfulness um, mindfulness is a concept for listeners who may not be aware it comes out of the eastern traditions and the part that we talk about in the west a lot is not necessarily the meditation piece but the mindfulness piece the part of staying in the present moment without judgment to the future or the past and for a lot of people that's challenging because we're always thinking we're always you know we're trying to secure the bag and think about the next move and what's gonna happen it's really challenging to sit there in that moment presently and just exist just be so yeah I can I can see all of those playing into how we build resilience and something I got to go back to something that you said you know without resilience you may not be able to get very far no you won't because you have to first we're resilient you have to be able to be in tune to your emotions and your feelings and you have to have a clear understanding in order to get to the next point in your life and a lot of times people don't understand their emotions and their feelings but that's number one. You have to be in tune to that to be successful in anything, to have that determination to make it. You have to know oneself. So, you know, like as we're having this conversation, you know, it's not just resiliency, but it's resiliency, caring for yourself and goal setting. Yes. Right. Because resiliency serves to move you forward. It's just not something that you sit there and say, well, I'm resilient. No. <laughs> resiliency is the thing 
thing that's going to move you from, man, I had a really bad semester at this college and I'm going to go on and sign up for classes next semester. That resiliency with some of the examples you gave is the thing that's going to take you from potentially not meeting a goal to getting on the path where you're being intentional about goals. Yes. So, you know, it's not just resiliency in a vacuum. And that's important because when you talk about people, like you talk about these positive psychology um, perspectives, which being in mental health, I'm all for positivity. But without something else besides being positive it seems like it's just talking I wonder if that's why so many people find themselves stuck a lot well a lot of time people find themselves stuck is because a lot of time people leave people lose hope within ourselves. Mm -hmm. So one of the things is that people need to, like I said, first know themselves. Mm -hmm. Okay. And knowing yourself, you will better understand yourself. Mm -hmm. So people lose hope because they give up on themselves. Mm -hmm. And you have to have that determination that I am going to make it. I am going to succeed. Without that determination, you have nothing. We have to believe in ourselves. You have to encourage yourself. A lot of times people don't realize is that it's not going to take. Yes, it's good to have encouragement from other people. Mm -hmm. Love to have encouragement from other people. But guess what? It starts within you. It starts with self. Well, and I can just think of so many different areas where that's absolutely true, where people lose hope. People dealing with chronic illness. People dealing with uh, issues around gaining or losing weight. People that are challenged financially. um, That maybe, you know, you didn't get off on the right foot as an adult. And here you are 30, 40, struggling with the same financial issues. And you've tried so much and it doesn't seem like anything works. I can see that happening with um, college students who struggle. uh, First generation college students because they don't necessarily have a support system. So losing hope. Hope is a real thing. You don't have to be on skid row to lose hope that people are losing hope every single day. And it gets hard to motivate yourself, to cheer yourself, to pat yourself on the back when you've dealt with one thing after another, after another, after another. So that's really um, important to remember in this process that, you know, before you can become resilient, you have to become hopeful. You have to become hopeful. And even People are becoming hopeful. I always believe that you have to believe in a higher being. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. We have to believe in a higher being. And believing in a higher being is what helps us to get through a lot of things in life. Mm-hmm. Because today's environment or society we're so disconnected yeah we're very disconnected and um you know the story there was a story about a young lady who was on a trip and was killed by some friends and and they you know they just kind of stood around and watched and I thought you know how disconnected you have to be to see someone in trouble and not be stirred on the inside that something's really wrong here and we need to do something and I think that plays into people struggle with hope because because there's this like misconception, especially in American thinking that, oh, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. All you got to do is get yourself together. Well, OK, so what is getting myself together look like? Right. And what we're seeing is f- f- the first step in building resiliency, you know, before you get to the pieces of what makes a person resilient is finding a source for your hope. 
whether it's your kids or your family or just your goals or wanting to experience something different. And I I think different groups in America struggle with this in different ways. I know for African-American people, we struggle with that differently than other groups. But this misnomer that we can just flip a switch and somehow have hope when every time you turn around, you know, it seems like the cards are stacked against you. But at the same time, that's the perception. And what you're saying is, hey, we've got all these tools, believing in a higher being, self-awareness, mindfulness, having hope, uh, self-care that we can use to start building that hope within us. Now, if you've if you've lost hope, if you've ever lost hope, if you've ever experienced that, you know, rebuilding it is not a a switch you flip. Right. It is a it is like building a house. Somebody's got to find the concrete and pour it. You got to get the foundation right. And then brick by brick, you build that thing. And I think that's the other piece that we may not necessarily get that building hope and building resilience is a lifelong process. It's not a one and done. Right. So, you know, I encourage anyone that's uh, struggling to, you know, think about some of the things that we're talking about today. And can you find a a small thing to hold on to for a small piece of hope? Because you start small and then you build on that. Yes. And then once you feel hopeful or if you feel more hopeful than you've you've felt before, then you can work on the pieces of resiliency that are going to allow you to recover from this thing you're going through, change and adapt and move forward. And that's the other critical piece of resiliency. You don't just change and adapt. You change, adapt, and move forward in your life. And a lot of times with people, what um, is found is you have to want it. Mm -hmm. I can't want it for you. You have to want it. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing is wanting to change and wanting to be successful and wanting to make it. Now, that's a word right there because, (laughs) you know, some days you wake up and you really, really want it. And some days, maybe not so much. So with this conversation that we're having, I want to pick your brain and I want to ask you this question. Okay, so we talked about people losing hope and, and not being having these characteristics of resiliency. So in your mind or your your opinion, what is the number one or the top two things that prevent people from building hope or building resiliency? That prevent them? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the number one thing that prevents people is self. Okay. Do tell. Self. I think that people give up on their self very easily. Mm-hmm. I think that if, for example, if someone speak negativity to your life, mm-hmm. a lot of times when someone speak negativity to you, you have a tendency to run with that. Mm. People have a tendency to run more with negative than positive Mm -hmm. versus if someone is speaking positivity into your life every day. Mm -hmm. So I would have to say that self is probably one of the biggest things that stop us Mm -hmm. because when we think about it, we're our own destination. We have it. It's within us. It's the determination that we have to build off of. And I think, you know, I'm sitting here thinking about this negativity part. And I will just tell you, 
I know that's true because if I look in the mirror and I find something negative and I tell myself that negative thing, that thing might be negative for the next 10 years because you can't tell me it's not a bump in the middle of my forehead or whatever. Whatever negative self-talk I have for myself becomes my truth. Yes. And I think, you know, that is probably true on multiple levels. So if you're not surrounded by people that are pouring into you, Mm -hmm. the people around you are always pointing out the negative things. Now, it's one thing to point out something for somebody to grow from. Mm -hmm. But if everything you're hearing is negative, then you're going to internalize that. And then how do you pivot toward anything hopeful when you're carrying other people's negativity as your truth. Yes. And you you got to put that down. You can't carry other people's negativity as your truth. People can point out things to you and it may be true, but it doesn't have to always be true. That's why you don't want to internalize it. So you may not be very good with money right now and people around you might not say that, but that doesn't mean that that's going to be your experience for the rest of your life. Like you said, it's within you. So you could change that and you can pivot and adapt and do better at that. Like you said, if you want to, if you, if you want to, but if you don't want it, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You know, a lot of times um, I was listening to um, a lady speak about two weeks ago and her sermon kind of stuck with me because she said, what's on your tongue? Mm. So what's on your tongue? Can do a lot of damage to people. Mm-hmm. So speaking negativity into their life, or saying something like, "Oh, your dress is ugly. I don't like your dress today. I didn't ask you for your opinion." Because mm-hmm. you know, we all got one. Somebody <laughs> will run with that opinion. You know, right. somebody will be hurt by that opinion, right. and then they'll go through the day. Oh, my dress is over. Uh, they'll live with that, and, and that's not right. And some people say, "Well, you know, I'm just an honest person, and I have to say what I have to say." But it's not necessarily necessarily always what you say is how you say it and you know with the way the lyrics in our music and the way movies are it's almost a badge of honor to be as rude or aggressive or negative as you can be and uh, being positive and speaking life into people is kind of looked on as being a little bit weak sometimes but I think if we really want change, and I'm talking specifically for the African-American community right now, if we want to change the dynamic of our experiences, then an easy start is with how we talk to each other. Right. We can talk to each other in a way that helps people grow and learn and not hound them in a negative way. Right. So, you know, one of the things um, I do when I'm out is because, you know, you never know who life you're going to touch. So I'm always around like little young people and I see young people all the time. (laughs) So when I see like the young man and I always say, (laughs) hello, my king. Oh, nice. I hope you have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm. Hello, my queen. I hope you have a wonderful day. When you go into school, learn all that you can. Mm -hmm. Become that person that you want to be. I speak this into children's lives that I don't even know. I could be driving my car (laughs) and I 
will speak to them and say, have a wonderful day, my king. Mm-hmm. Have a wonderful day, my queen. Because one of the things that I want to do as a human being is I want to build the race. Mm-hmm. I want not only just the African race, but all races. Right. We want right. to build them. We want them to let them know that we are somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that that comes with installing that into people's lives. Mm-hmm. And if we don't put that into their lives, if all they have is negativity mm-hmm. into their lives, how can we expect them to grow as butterflies? And, and I agree with that because sometimes I'll be in a restaurant or something and I'll see a baby and I'll just talk to that mother about how precious that baby is and you know how what a blessing that baby is because we don't know what she may or may not be struggling with and like you said it doesn't matter what the race is um you see an opportunity to speak some power into a person's life you don't know how you changed their lives and if that person was struggling that day you may have just given them that little bit of hope that hope that lets them know that hey i see you and and you do matter to me and you don't have to be the same color as me to matter to me and I'm going to speak that out loud to you so you know that if you don't meet anybody else today you matter to someone and I think that's that's really powerful and I'm 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 totally down with that well Dr. France I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast it's been amazing having you here talking about resiliency and um, I think we have a great challenge to our listeners which is to think about how you talk to people think about what you're pouring into yourself what you're pouring into others work on building hope work on building the characteristics of resiliency and you will see your life change i want to give a big shout out and a thank you to all the listeners today uh, for joining the convos with anita santiago podcast please subscribe to this podcast on apple spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts you can find out more about our guest speakers on the website at www.lifeconvos that's l-i-f-e C-O-N-V-O-S dot com. If you need to reach me, you can reach out to me at convoscws at gmail.com. 